Welcome to this episode of the From Sunday to Sunday podcast, a ministry of Rock of Hope Church and Pastor Aaron, designed to help the listener apply the scriptures in a meaningful, concrete, practical way throughout the week. The basis for the content of each episode comes from the weekly preaching passage at Rock of Hope Church and the associated psalm used for the congregational reading, which for the week of May 23rd were Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 36, and Psalm, 30, psalm 68. In addition, Joel chapter 2 occupies a central place in Acts 2, as Peter quotes prolifically from that passage, and should be read alongside Acts 2. Therefore, the listener might find it helpful to pause the podcast at this point and read these passages before continuing Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 36, Psalm 68, and Joel chapter 2. The title for this week's episode is Jesus the Nazarene, the Lord of Salvation. And may we be a people who orient our lives to Jesus the Nazarene, the one exalted by God as Lord and Christ. Let's pray together towards that end as we begin this episode. This prayer is adapted from a devotional prayer in the Valley of Vision titled, Christ alone. O God, thy main plan and the end of thy will is to make Christ glorious and beloved in heaven, where he is now ascended, where one day all the elect will behold his glory and love and glorify him forever. Though here I love him but little, may this be my portion at last. In this world thou hast given me a beginning, one day it will be perfected in the new heavens and earth. Thou hast helped me to see and know Christ though obscurely, to take him, receive him, to possess him, love him, to bless him in my heart, mouth, and life. Let me study and stand for discipline in all the ways of worship, out of love for Christ, and to show my thankfulness, to seek and to know his will from love, to hold it in love, and daily to care for and keep this state of heart. Thou hast led me to a place, all my nature and happiness and oneness with Christ, in having heart and mind centered only on him, in being like him, in communicating good to others. This is my heaven on earth, but I need the force, energy, impulses of thy spirit to carry me on in the way to Jerusalem. Here it is my duty to be as Christ in this world, to do what he would do, to live as he would live, to walk in love and meekness. Then he be known, then I would have peace in death. Amen. Well, the last days are upon us. The arrival of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost poured out for all people, all God's people, marked the beginning of the end. The prophet Joel referred to the period of time inaugurated by the arrival of the Spirit as the last days. In these last days, God promised to remove the shame from all His people, to restore them to blessing and prosperity and glory before He brought His final judgment upon all creation a day referred to as the day of the Lord. The prophets referred to this day of the Lord as a great, a day of great magnitude for the full severity of God's just wrath upon sin would be poured out upon creation. So great is the magnitude of the coming moment of judgment that none can stand unmoved by the fury of the wrath of the Lord. And yet even as God moves creation toward the day of righteous judgment, He extends mercy and relents of his judgment for the righteous. Therefore the prophet Joel admonishes with all gravity for people to return to the Lord, for he is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. 
Joel 2.13. The prophet Isaiah understood the same notion. He called the period of God's mercy in the last days before his impending judgment the day of salvation. In Isaiah 49.8, and then quoted by Paul in 2 Corinthians 6.2, the arrival of the Spirit portended a salvation that extended far beyond the ethnic domain of Israel, but to all the peoples of the earth. Since the prophets understood that salvation began in the house of Israel and eventually extended to all the peoples of the earth, they continually envisioned all the nations of the people groups of the world joining together as one saved people, serving the same God as his people. Therefore, after Joel announces the prophecy of the arrival of the Spirit at the last days before the great day of judgment, he also issues the momentous declaration that who ever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved or delivered from judgment and into life. And Peter then declares that Jesus the Nazarene is the Lord and Christ, the Messiah sent from God for salvation, the one exalted by God upon whom people call for salvation. Thus, when we look to Jesus, we look upon the Lord himself, the one who brings salvation. So how might we respond this week to Peter's revelation of Jesus as Lord and Christ. Peter declared an initial response when he called the people to repent and be baptized. Luke also recorded a subsequent response when he narrated the conduct of the early church. However, we'll cover those two responses more in depth over the course of the next two weeks after the preaching of those two passages. Today, let's begin by building our understanding of Jesus and Lord as Christ and the effects of salvation that result when a person acknowledges Jesus as Lord. Jesus saves those who call upon him. In salvation, God's people begin to experience every benefit of standing in right relationship to him and receiving the impact of God's nature as they live in relationship with him and to him. We will not experience the full culmination of salvation until we pass through the day of the Lord and his judgment by virtue of the righteousness of Jesus Christ and enter into redeemed, reconciled, and renewed creation. However, the grace of God in this salvation begins its work of redemption, reconciliation, and renewal, even in this day. And so this week, look to know Jesus and as Lord and how our present salvation impacts life from day to day. First, search the scriptures for knowledge and understanding regarding the person and work of Jesus in relation to his position as Lord and Christ. For example, Colossians 1, verses 16 and 17, speak of the preeminent work of the Lord Jesus in creating and sustaining the world. 1 Timothy 2, 5 and 6, speak of the mediating role of Jesus as the Christ, the one who mediates between God and man, and he is sufficient for that work as the Christ, for he is both God and man. Uh, Next, Search the scriptures for knowledge and understanding regarding the conduct appropriate to those who call upon Jesus as Lord. Across the scriptures, we read of proper responses in unceasing praise and rejoicing. The passages are far too numerous, but you could consider starting in Psalm chapter 5, verse 11, or 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. We also read throughout the scriptures of the right response of righteous conduct. Consider here Colossians 3, 5 through 10, or Ephesians 4, 29 through 32, which speak of putting aside earthly practices and engaging in righteous heavenly practices, the things belonging to salvation. 
We also read of God's people finding their satisfaction and contentment in Him. Consider reading perhaps here Psalm 16, verses 1 through 11. Peter himself also quotes Psalm 16 in his Pentecost sermon. And finally, put faith into practice. The preacher of Ecclesiastes tells, calls every pursuit apart from the Lord vanity or meaninglessness, vain striving, emptiness. However, he concludes that the opposite of vanity comes when a person fears God and keeps his commandments. One does not experience a meaningful life and the impact of salvation apart from a proper view of oneself in relationship to God and doing God's desires in relationship with Him by faith and the power of the Spirit. So don't continue on with your days living as a practical atheist, that is, as a person who acknowledges Jesus as Lord and Christ, but then lives their days as though Jesus as Lord and Christ bears no influence upon their life. Put faith into practice as though Jesus is Lord and Christ. As we practice these things, may our lives conform to Jesus the Nazarene, the Lord of salvation, the one exalted by God as Lord and Christ. Grace and peace.